Welcome to another episode of the 50 Shades of NBA podcast. This is episode 42. My name is Trey. I am Nathan. And this just in, I would rather have Kirk Heinrich than John Stockton. It's ridiculous. We spent probably the past 15 minutes to like at least at going least. through Trey's top 10 and how just he, he's against I get John Stockton and to leave him outside the top top 10 all time for point guard. I I left him outside my top guard. 11. Top eleven. That is true. Yeah, yeah. I left. I left so, him out of my top one for the Jazz. He did take Pistol Pete above John Stockton. So Pistol uh, Pete was him. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. It's just, bro, you can't put him above John Stockton. John Stockton mid <sighs> CP zero better. Oscar Robertson, better. Isaiah Thomas, better. Magic, better. Steph, better. Tony Parker, better. No. Other Isaiah Thomas, better. <laughs> no. Steve Nash, better. No. Russell Westbrook, better. Gary Payton, better. Gary Payton the I'm second, just shaking better. my head right now. Jason Kidd, better. Shaking my head, shaking Walt my damn Frazier, head. better. Man. Nate Archibald, better. Not better at passing the rock. Muggsy Bogues, better. Muggsy. Love Muggsy. <laughs> and most importantly, Kirk Heinrich, better. Do you do you know why I'm obsessed with Kirk Heinrich like that? Do you know why I love Kirk Heinrich? Yeah, he was the Iowa dude, yeah? He went like, to the high school. He's not just the Iowa dude. He went to the high school by my house. Yeah, that's why. Sioux City East. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, it is episode 42. Nathan, why don't you mm-hmm. give us your number 42 player? My number 42 player, my my podcast dedication of the week goes out to Kevin Love. Goes out to Kevin Love. I like Love. it. K-Love. I like that. Uh-huh. Thank you. I don't, I don't, Thank you. I, I want to give mine, but I don't want to take away the shine from the K-Love uh, appreciation. Okay. All right. Um, no, it's but, okay. I, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay. My, my podcast dedication this week, my number dedication is to... Uh, a little a little man who was included in a trade for Terry Rozier oh so long ago. Uh, this is the Kemba Walker podcast, but specifically Kemba Walker in the nine games he played with the Dallas Mavericks this year, he wore 34. 34? Or 42? 42. I don't know what I'm saying. 40, okay, I'm I lost like, over here. Where'd the 34 oh, you come know from? Hey, you know what, huh. Nathan? He, he, he did wear 34. Okay, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, shout out K-Love. He was him. I'm a silly little man. Wolves days, early Cavs, dude. But, I don't know. So, uh, if you if you don't end up listening to the rest of this because of Trey's top 10 uh, point guard take, it's okay. I, I, I totally understand. I, I'm with you. I, I was very disappointed to hear it. So, if you do uh, Shout out Jay Sean Page. Okay, Jay Sean Page. Shout he out played you. one game for Detroit. He wore number 42 mm. <laughs> last year. Mm, a Pistons legend. Pistons icon. Also better than John Stockton. That's it. John okay, Stockton guys. Thank you for... Get, uh... <laughs> John Stockton would be destroyed in this, in, in this league in the modern day. Destroyed? Would take the L so? every single time. 
Uh, he can't finish with his left hand. That's my biggest knock. I don't actually have any John Stockton hate. Yeah, just it's just that. It's just it's just that. And he was it's still okay. cooking dudes. In we, reality, we, we got all stars. We got all stars in the league right now that can't dribble with their left hand. Jalen, who highest paid player in NBA history, can't dribble with his left hand. See, see, freak me, of finish. Me, He's not looking to finish. He's looking to dish it. Let me let me clarify real quick. I do think John Stockton, in all reality is probably my number four point guard all time. Okay. That's all I wanted. I, I, I had to get this, I have... this bogus top 10 out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I do think in all reality, I think, I think Chris Paul is probably my three, but I, I would understand a John okay. Stockton three. Much better. All right. Now, now we can resume. Now we'll that, that we this. have talked about point guards though, you want to talk about this, uh, a certain point guard who just called himself the greatest of all time at point yeah. guard. Yeah, absolutely. So, it came out either earlier today or yesterday. I don't know. Pretty recent though. But Steph Curry, he uh, he has agreed with Gilbert Arenas, uh, crowning him the goat of point guards. Oh, you know and, what else? Gilbert Arenas oh, is better than John Stockton. Man, at what? At what? Making money. Making money. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a topic for a little bit in a little bit. But yeah, no, I'm not mad at it. Mad at it. I think. Uh, you look at today's generation, and honestly, there there's a lot of quote unquote older heads that would probably go ahead and agree with you that what Curry's brought to the game. Granted, I'm not taking anything away from Magic because Magic Johnson is Magic Johnson, but Curry quite literally changed the game of basketball in the modern era. You just look at yeah. what he's done with the three point shot. You got freaking. Dudes pulling up from forty feet away that genuinely never would have been done this earlier at this clip at this rate that we see it um, if it wasn't for Curry. I mean, the dude's so freaking efficient from three; he's automatic. You're shocked when it doesn't go in, and you just expect it to go in. But uh, mm-hmm. outside of his offense, like he's still a good guard. He gets the ball yeah. around. Can't, he's not a great. Obviously, he won't be able to rebound defender, like. A, but- yeah, and he, even with defense, um, he's been better over the years. He he got a lot of yeah. slack, I feel like, in those early uh, finals and playoff mm-hmm. runs with Golden State, but I think he's a much improved defender than what we saw in his earlier days. He definitely is. He definitely is. I would like to say, I just looked at the stats, so guess how many categories Steph Curry leads Magic Johnson in? I'm going to say... I'm gonna say five. Um, it is four, including field goal percentage. Ooh. Okay. So he leads in points. Uh-huh. He leads in three point percentage. Obviously, he lives in free. Th- mm-hmm. He leads in free throw percentage, and yeah. he leads in effective field goal percentage. I might. I might have to switch up here. I might have to give an argument here for Magic. Okay. So let's cool. talk. Let's talk. Let's talk games played. Magic mm-hmm. Johnson nine hundred and six. Steph Curry eight hundred and eighty two. Okay. Rebounds. Let's talk seven to four. Assists eleven to six, steals two to one point five, not awful. Mm. Blocks is magic. Field goal percentage higher for magic fifty two to forty seven. Uh, Vorp value over replacement player eighty to sixty five point six for Curry. Wow. And let's talk. Let's talk some awards here. Championships. Magic five. Curry mm-hmm. four. First team All NBA four for Steph Curry nine for Magic Johnson. All NBA teams total ten for Magic Johnson nine for Steph Curry. MVPs, three for Magic, two for Steph. Finals MVPs, three for Magic, 
one for Steph. All-star appearances, 12 for Magic, nine for Steph. It's good stuff. I mean, it honestly is. You can't go wrong either way. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Magic did his thing. He was very important to Mm -hmm. reigniting interest in the NBA. Steph Mm -hmm. Curry changed the way the game is played Mm -hmm. at a fundamental level to the point where people are now saying we have to move the three-point line back. Yeah. We need to get this further away because it's just, it's unheard of what he's doing. Dudes are too good now. Seriously. He normalized it. He really did. He really did. It's all Del Curry's fault. God damn it, Del. What are you doing? Oh. What are you freaking doing? Two of the two great uh, shooting guard or point guards, two of the greatest three-point shooters that ever come into the league, all came from you. And now Riley Curry's going to come into the himself. WNBA. Uh-huh. She'd be going to destroy Caitlin Clark. <laughs> Caitlin Clark, uh, matchup we Riley we Curry. Matchup, I need it now. Give it to me. The 2042 WNBA Finals. That's the preview right there. Bam. Uh, How old would everyone be? I I couldn't imagine Caitlin Clark still in the league by the time Riley Curry comes in. That's like 40. And then that would be Riley Curry would be like 26. That's possible. (laughs) Possible. But oh my gosh. That'd be like LeBron playing like a 26-year-old. LeBron playing. Well, <laughs> LeBron is a he's a, a case of his own, dude. We're talking about Caitlin Clark here, Nathan. All right, very well. In a league that just laid off, like how many of their their new P or like second, third year stars? I don't know. I mean, granted, would it happen to Caitlin Clark with her popularity and fame that she has right now? It's eh, possible. Probably not. Yeah, it's you, possible. You think? Wow. Yeah. I just the WNBA is trying to make money. Yeah, you well, know that's fair. Gotta give it. And to if them. if she struggles a little bit in the first half, I don't see why they wouldn't just be like, ah, wait, smell wait, <laughs> smell Show, you later. You know, come back when you're when you're better. <laughs> Get good, kid. Get I don't, good. <laughs> I don't, I don't think that would happen to Caitlin Clark, but I do yeah. think that if that if she struggled, they wouldn't. They wouldn't hesitate really, to. Yeah, no, that's fair. I don't think they will. I think that's kind of the thing with WNBA. Is I feel like it's very cutthroat, where it's very much like, no, like you need to perform. We mm-hmm. only have so many roster spots. There's so many people who are talented enough mm-hmm. to make it. Yeah, that we need to have the best of the best. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. Definitely, a lot less job security. Yeah, as opposed I, to I its counterpart in the NBA. I mean, I'm pretty sure the fifth overall, sixth overall pick in the WNBA draft, who went mm-hmm. to the Wings. Yeah, she hasn't like really shown up in any game. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Last time I checked. And even like the third overall pick, she's getting like nine minutes a night, max seven, seven to nine. That's ridiculous. Like, it's just like crazy. Yeah. And yeah, you look at the the NBA, you're just like, that dude, if if he's drafted in, in that spot, he's playing, he's probably in the starting lineup. Yeah. I mean, Jake LaRavia. Huh? Jake LaRavia is still getting significant minutes in the league. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes and a night. Like, Do you... If you're a lottery pick too, you're going to get so much more leeway too. To hang out jo- in the league. Yeah, Josh Jackson played 23 minutes a night his first year. Mm-hmm. Kevin Knox just caught on to another team last season with the Portland Trailblazers mm-hmm. after being one of the worst lottery selections in recent history. Yep. A lot more patience. Yeah. Which is I'll- crazy because the NBA is so talented now too. Like, you got dudes that you could call up from the G League and give you 20. 
Yeah, just randomly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. We really uh, kind of got off from our curry and magic, but. Yeah, we did. That being said, okay. I still think Curry's the goat. Uh, yeah, he is now. He he's my point guard goat. Uh give Not me one more. It. Give me one more championship, and I'll I'll cement that in my brain. But right now, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Um, I know you you brought up something earlier in just us talking, uh, with Gilbert Arenas. Um, same show, same all that had to do with some money and rings, baby. Yeah, so me. so someone asked him. I don't remember who, what her name was. I I just saw a clip of it, mm-hmm. and it was uh. She went, Gil, how much did you make? And he went 171. Just immediately, yeah. no, like he knows exactly how much he made in the league, 171 million. And she said, would you take 50 million less? Would you take 120 million if you would have won a ring? And he's like, f no, absolutely mm-hmm. not. Like, and you're crazy if you if you would like. And then yeah. he went on this whole tangent of how he uh he could go on eBay right now and buy buy championship rings for ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and he yeah. could have the ring and the hundred seventy one million, and he'd be absolutely fine. It's a good point. It is a good point. And they I, also I don't know. they huh? they also they talked about how like players who didn't like when so like players who were on Kobe's team, players who were you know. On yeah. the Bill Russell teams, didn't they weren't like major players? They were like bench mm-hmm. players, whatever. He's like, you know, that that player will never be like, I won this championship ring. It'd be like, yeah, our our team won this championship ring. Mm-hmm. But he's like, with like LeBron, it's like, no, he won that champion. Like, you know, mm-hmm. him, Kyrie, Caleb won that championship. Yeah. Whether or not they say that, whether they're not, they're like, oh, you know, we as a team won this. It's mm-hmm. still like more of like a. Wow, that's like the you perception. Won this. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that's what the masses will be drawn to and mm-hmm. pushed out. You know, that's a good point, though. Yeah, no one's like Jeremy Lin led the Raptors to a championship. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. he has a no, ring, you. but mm-hmm. he didn't win the ring. He was he was on he was on the squad. He was on the team that won the ring, and he was there in mm-hmm. practice. He was doing all the things. Not to undercut Jeremy Lin, my favorite basketball player, mm-hmm. but. You know, no, that I hear guy. you. I hear you. But he didn't win the ring. Yeah, I do think. Uh, just looking at the money standpoint that you brought up, like the one seventy to fifty, and you have a ring. I don't know anyone in their right mind who wouldn't take the the one seventy. But if you look at it, one seventy to one or one seventy to like one sixty or whatnot, and then you get a ring. Does that change your mind at all? <laughs> no. 10 mil? No. I I feel like you could almost make that in. If you're getting that kind of contract, you're already a a cachet, a star player, you know? And you get a ring too. I feel like endorsements alone, you could easily make that. That 10 mil up. A Gatorade commercial, some Nike commercials. Or I could make that 10 mil and then make 10 mil more through the endorsements. Fair. Fair. That's what I'm saying. Listen, my money is my money. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm no, just, that's I'm not, fair. Uh, what, I, what, 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 what's your price point here? How, how much money less would you take to win a championship? It would probably be the ten mil. Ten mil. Uh, yeah. Let's say you're in the league. You can make one seventy, no championship, or one fifty with a ring. 
Now I'm doing the 170. Yeah. But 160. Yeah, that's three times. Yeah. One, if it's 160 or 170 and I get a ring, I do the 160. Interesting. That's, yeah. That's, you're blowing my like mind here. I, at that point, it's not a huge drop off. Dog, what could you do with $10 more million? I don't even know what I do with $1 million. So. <laughs> I would buy a lot of Legos. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, that's, that's my mindset of it. Get a ring, right, I, put I it in a box, you. just stare at it the whole time. Yeah, I'll, I'll take. You're I'll a take big the extra name player at that point. You know, you got endorsements of your own. You throw you think a so? championship commercial. Yeah, one sixty. Back then, during Gills Gills era, that's my preference. Right now, uh, that's nothing. Let me let me take a look at how much this one player made real quick. Okay. Uh okay. <laughs> no championships. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine years, mm-hmm. $126 million. Mm-hmm. Was never a star. No endorsement deals other than like, you know, the typical you're an NBA player endorsement deals. Mm-hmm. Do you want to guess who it is? I want to say Chandler Parsons. It's Chandler Parsons. That's awesome. Yep. That Do you is think awesome. Chandler Parsons would rather take a hundred mil instead of the hundred and twenty six mil and the championship? See, I said ten mil less. We're that, that, that's okay, twenty six okay, okay. mil less. I would do a hundred ten. Yeah, I do. You do one ten. You do one ten. You're yeah. insane. You're insane. Yeah. Well, we'll put it up to the Twitter poll. Every every dollar. Every dollar I've earned is mine, and I need what I got. I respect it. I respect it. You know what? It, we agree to to disagree. Agree to disagree. That's okay. At that's least okay. it's that's not the like beauty of this podcast. It is. At least it's not as deep of a, a disagreement as your Damian Lillard uh, analogy. Yeah, it's true. That is true. Still sticking with it. Stop! Don't <laughs> stick with it. I'm sticking with it, dude. I showed other people that analogy and they didn't listen to our podcast because of it. (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. Never mind. These guys don't know ball. I'll I'll recant it for for the listeners. I went, no, no, no. Only one of us doesn't know ball. (laughs) Look, and it's it's not the one who said John Stockton's outside the top 10. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. I had to. Um, I, uh, but let's I, I, do uh, w- one okay, one okay. quick thing, real quick. Let's just let's just take this second. It's okay. been about a month since we've dropped the podcast it has. episode. Nathan, what's changed in your life? Oh my gosh, a lot's changed, dude. Uh, a couple of vacations, but most I came importantly, out to see you. yeah, yeah. Trey came out to see me. A lot of my friends, we all got together, had this huge party in the mountains, just like celebrating a, full- a marriage. I a got marriage. married. Who- I got married. Yep. Got married, made it official. What's See, your I last got name a ring. now, Nathan? Uh, my last name is Bartholomew now, so it's Nathan Bartholomew. That's pretty. That's I like that Bartholomew. Yeah, Barth Bartholomew. Yeah, there you it's kind of sick. No, 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 all jokes aside, uh, was able to uh make it official with my now wife Gabriella. So shout out Gabby. Shout out Gabby. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of a lot of changes have happened since the last time you heard us. Trey is in a whole new state. Oh yeah, <laughs> shit. Yeah, <laughs> Trey's in a whole new state, whole new time zone, whole new time Trey, zone. Where I'm, you at? Two hours a, I'm in uh, Virginia now. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't really know how I got here. I just kind of woke up one morning and, hey, here I was, you know. Mm-hmm. So I decided to make this my home. So I now live I in Virginia. It. So, hey, if you're a listener in Virginia and you're not one of the listeners that I've already talked to since moving to Virginia, <laughs> uh, hit me up. There you go. That's what's up. Let me, let me know what. Yeah, let me. I'll, I'll, I will sign things, but I'm going to limit my autographs to 75. That's fair. I think that's a reasonable cap. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I don't even think we've had 75 like unique listeners this month. We, I mean, shoot, this is what our second, I think only the second one to come out this month. So that makes sense. I, I think really it's the would. first one. I think it's the oh, first shoot. one. It's been oh, a full month since we recorded. That is crazy. Oh my gosh. Well, I hope you guys are, uh, were antsy to hear our voices then. Because that's crazy. And ho- hopefully you didn't forget about us. We're still yeah, here. Yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully uh, you wake content. up tomorrow on Tuesday and you're like, wow. It's not just their TikTok that's active. They're back. We're back, you guys, baby. You guys better show this one some love because I'll be honest with you. I'm going to be up to like 1 a.m. editing this audio. Mm-hmm. That's dedication right there. Because someone was you. supposed to show up at, at, at like 2 p.m. yesterday and ended up giving me a phone call at 1 a.m. <laughs> Yep, I was like, "Hey, uh, you want to do it?" And Trey's like, "What the heck are you talking about, bro?" <laughs> I was like, "I need to go to bed." <laughs> Eyes crusted. Uh, yeah, half half asleep. Half asleep. I don't even know if you you were fully aware of what I was saying. I wasn't. I was just saying no repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever no, it is, absolutely no. not. I disagree already. It's bedtime, yeah. Nathan. It is bedtime, but um, what do you call it? Speaking, because I just said disagree, had me disagree when I heard this take. When KD said all oh. time he would have KG, AD, Dirk over a very important power forward, quite possibly, in my opinion, the greatest power forward the Definitely game has the ever seen, Mr. Fundamental, Tim Duncan. Definitely what do you think the greatest of that? power forward. I think it's crazy. I think Kevin Durant did it out of spite. We looked up some some. We were looking mm-hmm. at like the 2014 playoffs. I think we we're looking at another playoffs as well, mm-hmm. where the Spurs ended up being the Thunder. Yep. It's kind of crazy. I just it, it either has to be there has to be a lot of bad blood that we just don't know about personally between yeah Tim Duncan and Kevin Durant, or he literally had to have had a like a full brain fart and just forgot mm-hmm. that Tim Duncan was a was a person. Which is fair because, dude, he's off grid. He went to the Hall of Fame ceremony and he's off grid again. Yeah, he retired from coaching. He went to the Hall of Fame ceremony and now no Mm -hmm. one's seen him. No. He's going to, you remember when Joakim Noah posted a photo or like posted a video of him when he was on the Knicks and he's just somewhere in like a rainforest, like looking high (laughs) as heck? No, but that's probably Timmy Timmy D right now. I know. I'll see if I can find the video. I'll post it to our socials. No word. That sounds good. Yeah, that's a that was a outrageous take. It truly was. It was. It was worse than my John Stockton one. It was worse than the John Stockton. And you know what? Oh my gosh, I can't get over it. It's like KD, bro. I look to you for uh for credibility. You can't be Why? saying that. <laughs> yeah, he's a player. No, he's all time great. Kevin Durant hardcore is just like only cares about basketball. He really does, dude. No that, girlfriend. The only no headlines you routine. see. Yeah. No comb, no brush. Occasionally, he just, you know, talks a little bit of crap about his, his teammates and moves mm-hmm. on. Yep. Remember moves when he teams. had that interview and he was like, 
we have Edmund Sumner starting or something. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's like, oh, what, like, what do you want me to do, dude? And then he started winning. Yeah. Yeah, literally. He heard that. He's like, hell yeah, I'm going to step up then, KD. Watch this. Like, bam, Edmund Sumner, two points, one rebound. Hold my beer. Three points, one rebound. Man, not as good as a Tony Snell's uh, stat line, but we'll take it. Danny Green had that exact same stat line in the playoffs three years That's ago, absurd. Do you not remember that? Danny Green joined the Hall <laughs> of Fame in, my, in everyone's brain for that because oh he had the Tony gosh, Snell stat line. I'm so sad. Do you, do you know the story about the guy who uh, technically has points in both box scores in an NBA game? No. <laughs> do you want, me, you want me to tell you it real quick? Yeah, let's hear it. So I saw this on a different YouTube video. I don't remember where I saw it from, but I'm just going to go through it real quick because guess what? It's, yeah, I, I'm allowed to do that. I'm my own mm-hmm. creator. You definitely um, can. So basically this guy, I don't remember any of the players' names. I know it was Philadelphia 76ers versus New Jersey Nets, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you score a basket on your own basket, right, it just goes to the nearest opposing player. Yeah. It counts as points for them. This guy ended up in the box score for both the Nets and the Sixers in this game. Okay. And somehow both teams lost. So here's what happened. Here's what happened. All right, let me let me get into this. I'm intrigued. I, I might be misremembering this detail. We'll take it. Uh, I might be misremembering that last detail, but I know mm-hmm. that both teams could have lost. So this player, he was a guard. He played for the Sixers, right? Okay. And in this game... The Sixers and the Nets were playing. He he either played for the Sixers or the Nets, but he played. I'm pretty sure he played for the Sixers, mm-hmm. and he was on the team and he scored like four points in in like the second quarter, right? All right. And then in the in the third quarter of this game, uh, a player already had his first technical. He gets a second technical foul, and then once you get the second technical foul, you're kicked out of the game. Yada yada. Mm-hmm. The other team gets free throws. So the player gets kicked out of the game, and then when he's walking out, he kicks over a chair. So the ref gives him a third technical, which is mm-hmm. illegal. You can't have more than two. Mm-hmm. But he gave it to him anyway and allowed the other team to shoot two more free throws. Okay. Well, then the coach was like, that's illegal. You can't do that. And the coach already had one technical as well. And so to like get at, get back at him, the ref gives him not one, but two technicals on the coach. Oh now the coach God. and the player both have three technical fouls. Yeah. Both of these things are illegal. And so the game ends up going on, and the team that got the technical fouls won by two. <laughs> the team that shot the technical free throws mm-hmm. won by two. So two, four, six. Mm-hmm. Six, six unjust points yeah, six were freebies. awarded to the team, right? Mm-hmm. And so that team ended up winning. And so the team that lost petitioned the NBA, and they're like, yo, like, we shouldn't have lost. This is illegal. That's bogus. Mm-hmm. Like, this clearly affected the outcome of the game. Yeah. And the NBA conducted an investigation, and they were like, you know what? You're right. It does affect the outcome of the game. Mm-hmm. We will re- replay it starting from the spot of the original second technical on the player, the, mm-hmm. the first legal technical in that yeah. group. And they're like, okay, cool. When? And they're like, well, we can't do it till the end of the season because – Scheduling constraints yeah, and workers the season. and all the mm-hmm. things. And like, okay, well, sometime between when that game ended and the petitions happened mm-hmm. and when the next game was played, the players, the guard who scored four points, got traded to the Nets from the Sixers 
And so by the time the end of the game came around, mm-hmm. he played in that game as well. <laughs> That's awesome. And then he also had minutes. I think he had like a rebound for the other mm-hmm. team. And so he technically had a rebound for the Nets, four points for the Sixers. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't remember who won. I don't remember if the outcome changed. All I know is the player played on both teams. He recorded stats for both. That's beautiful. It's awesome. I'm a really actually I think he also hit free throws in the mm-hmm. on the second team. So I think he scored points in both. That's ridiculous. You know, it's I really like that. cool. That's a good story. That's a Thank good you. story. Thank I could you, definitely Trey. tell it better if I had researched it beforehand, but no, that's okay. Off, off the top of my on, brain, yeah, off the dome, off the bean top, it was good nonetheless. I was captivated. It's my favorite NBA story. It's a good like uh, what do you call it? I know it almost feels like a wives' tale, you know? Yeah, just like a like a like a folk like a folk tale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. like Absolutely a legend of does. the NBA. Mm-hmm. Something play teams NBA forget lore. about. Yeah, NBA lore. NBA it's lore. Hidden, the, hidden the archives. Adam Silver doesn't want you to see it. I should make a TikTok about about that story, but I should look up all the information about yeah, it. Yeah, get, get all the, the details, the facts. All right, I like that. Yeah, I'm going to have to. I, I have right. a bunch of other ones somewhere. I, I did a, a, a speech in SpeechCom mm-hmm. for class, and it was just like the worst NBA stat lines or like the weirdest yeah. ones, and that was the one I gave the award to. I also gave one to... Jalen Rose for being so kind as to let Kobe Bryant drop 81 on his dome. It was really nice of him. Very, Very selfless. Kind. Very selfless. What a nice man. He was like, you know what? I'll be. I'll always be remembered too for the guy who got 81 yeah. dropped on my head. No one remembers who Will dropped 100 on because Will didn't actually drop 100. See, that's another great one to add to the NBA lore. True. I don't know what the full conspiracy is behind that but i know that there is a full conspiracy about how mm-hmm. uh wilt didn't actually drop the 100 because there's like there's no footage from that game mm-hmm. there's no like they found an audio like all the audio got lost from that game but someone had their own camera that they brought yeah and they recorded some audio from when wilt dropped 100 points and the crowd doesn't react mm-hmm. in any way like they don't yep. recognize that he just dropped 100 because like every single player did interviews and like yeah i didn't know he had 100 yeah, like, yeah. Uh, did, how how would you not know if some dude dropped 100 points? Yeah, and then on top of that, it's like, apparently Wilt was an awful free throw shooter, and he shot like 16 for 16 from the free throw line. But he was on something. He was on like, something. Locked and in. Also, it also adds to the effect, I know for a fact that in his autobiography, I think it's in his autobiography, but I know for mm-hmm. a fact that he says that he uh, almost didn't make it to that game because he was sleeping in from a hangover and missed the team bus and had to take a train down Jesus. to the stadium. You know, it just makes it all that more impressive. <laughs> I know. He had the, he had the least rememberable 100-point game ever. People in the stands and fellow uh, dudes on the court couldn't even remember it. Yeah, seriously. Oh, my it's God. just so weird. It's just a bunch it of is. weird stuff. There's a lot of it NBA is. conspiracies like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the one about how the Knicks uh, got the the 1985 draft break for them? Oh, the I do not. With Ewing. I do not. So in 1980, do you want me to tell it? I've, yeah, I like tell I've talked it. A lot. No, 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 I like it. So in 1985, we're going deep into the NBA lore here. Mm-hmm. 1985, the uh, the the Knicks were sucking mm-hmm. really bad, and they changed the the draft lottery that year 
so that all the teams in the lottery had equal chances at the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. And they just did a, they put a bunch of cards into a big like bubble thing with a yeah. center pole going through the middle and they spun the thing and they just grabbed the random card. But what you don't see, what you didn't notice, right? Mm-hmm. It was clearly that when the commissioner was putting the card in for the New York Knicks, he would show like the card up first, they'd hold it up to the camera and then yeah. he'd put it in there. Well, specifically on the Knicks one, when he holds it up, he puts it in there and he slams the corner down of the Knicks uh, card onto okay. the center thing, and it's it's very clearly bent, like it, like you can mm-hmm. see it in the gra- like the super grainy uh, video. Yeah, you can see that the card is bent, like in the pile, mm-hmm. and then they spin it, and he has this other person, a, a lawyer, a mm-hmm. uh, neutral party, is what they said. Yeah, they have him take it out. And he reaches in and he grabs a card because there's a card on top of the one with the bent corner. Mm-hmm. And so then he reaches underneath the card mm-hmm. like this, grabs yeah. the bent corner, flips it over, pulls it out, opens it, pulls it out. And it's the New York Knicks logo. Mm-hmm. To add on to this, Patrick Ewing was one of the most hyped prospects at the time. Mm-hmm. And they wanted him to go to a big market team like the Knicks. Yep. The Knicks were booty cheeks, but they wanted to drive up, you know, sales. Mm-hmm. So that you get Patrick Ewing there. Makes sense. And then on top of that, it turns out, this is just a rumor I heard. I don't remember the exact uh, everything about it, but I know that there was a rumor that the lawyer worked mm-hmm. for this one law firm. Yeah. This law firm had controlling interest in the New York Knicks organization. I buy it. And so, hence, they got Patrick Ewing from that. Yeah. I buy it. I know there's it's, it's accurate. It's pretty true. Yeah, I know there's a like just a little bit of conspiracy talk around uh, the Spurs this year, um, mm. getting Victor or Victor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It sounded weird when I said his name, but anyway, <laughs> getting Victor. Uh, and when they got Tim Duncan as well, mm. so like, oh, they, what are the odds? They definitely you know? rig it every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know if uh I don't know if you buy into into the Victor and Timmy D Spurs rig, rigoroni, but something uh people have thought about, people have brought up. It's on their I mind. Honestly, I'll be honest. Yeah, I don't care if they rig the lottery. Mm-hmm. Like, what are the what are the odds that the freaking Pelicans jumped up from nine to one to get Zion after Anthony Davis demands a trade? You know, yeah. What yeah. what are, what are the odds that right before? Uh, LeBron returns to Cleveland. They give them the first overall pick. Mm-hmm. What What are the odds that Patrick Ewing actually went to the Knicks there? It's a or wild that Allen world. Iverson from Georgetown actually ended up going to, to Philadelphia mm-hmm. and saving that franchise. To wild or AI better than John Stockton? Uh, AI is a shooting guard, and if you think differently, you're wrong. Just thought I'd ask. I saw him on the list here. When we were doing the yeah. the top ten, he's definitely he was really good as a point guard, and he probably would be better than John Stockton in my brain. But that's just out of bias, not actual at out of point guard skill. But AI is definitely a shooting guard. Um, he won his he won his MVP as a shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Um, but one one last little piece of conspiracy for the NBA draft. Yeah. So you remember when Luke Walton was the head coach of the Lakers? Yep. You remember when the Lonzo draft was getting ready? Mm-hmm. So before the draft lottery, right? Way before, like weeks before. Yeah. Um, Luke Walton was on national TV 
and accidentally let it slip that Magic Johnson already told Luke Walton that they would keep their pick that year. Yeah. Because it was projected four. And if, if it fell to four, the Sixers would have got the pick. Mm-hmm. But if it was in the top three, the Lakers got the pick. Yeah. And Magic Johnson apparently already told Luke Walton that they were guaranteed their first round, like to make their selection that mm-hmm. year. And Luke Walton on national TV was like, yeah, Magic Johnson already told me that we're going to get the second overall pick. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to add Lonzo oh or someone or a point. And then everyone was like, the draft lottery hasn't happened. And he's like, yeah, like hold on. What do you mean by that? He's just completely froze. He's like, I think, I think he left the show after that. I think he was yeah. like, I gotta go. It's like, oh, bathroom break. Never comes yeah, back. I don't, I don't remember what it was, but it was something super, he like lives, he like, video chatted into the show yeah. or something and then he <laughs> just, just left he just abruptly hangs up <laughs> i don't remember what it was it was super weird though and he like said it and then he like kind of went with it. it it reminds me of like when uh like an actor spoils part of a movie mm-hmm. and then yeah. they realize they spoil it, part of the like movie the in their interviews and stuff yeah yeah They're like oh like uh I think it was specifically tom, tom holland. holland yeah yep yep that's a tom good one. holland when he was like uh, uh-huh. accidentally confirmed that there was another Spider-Man there. Yeah, literally. Because was like, oh, yeah, Spider-Man caught me. And he was like, it was a co- super cool stunt. I mean, I wasn't there, but it was super yeah. cool. And then he goes, like, yeah, shocked the, the face. Like, like, I just lost my job. Like, Damn, this is it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Marvel. I'm sorry, Disney. I'm sorry, Please Stan. Please don't kill me. Rip Stan. Yeah, it, it felt like that. And so I... Yeah. There's no reason that the Sixers should have never gotten that pick until it, it fell to 10th instead mm-hmm. of it was two, it was three, it mm-hmm. was two again, and then it was 10. Like, and that's mm-hmm. when we get, like, come on, dog. That's some uh, bad 2K lottery odds right there, dude. Whenever you have yeah, a top pick, top, per, uh, top three pick, you're always going to fall to top 10 or bottom it, out of the top in, five. In, in reality, what you should do, I, I don't know if it works, but if you watch the lottery, I've had better mm-hmm. luck getting the, the top three pick. Okay, good to know. That's a pro tip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pro tip. I'll, I'll like turn on the lottery and I'll go make my dinner or something. I'll come yeah. back and I'll be like, nice, pick two. So you, do you click through it too or no? You just literally uh, play. If I'm, if I'm sitting there and watching mm-hmm. it, yeah, I'll click through it. Yeah. Um, but if I just do something else, like make dinner or something, I'll just mm-hmm. let it play and come back to it. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I'm just unlucky. Because I, I, I cheese the draft picks and, uh, like, all the rebuilds and stuff, too. and You do. You're a big draft pick cheeser. Oh, I love it. It's so much fun. You're super. Un- you're, like, sign a sign a 38-year-old on a minimum contract, trade him for two first-round pick kind of guy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Hey, if, uh, if, it, if it's in the game, then it's meant to be used. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair, Fair enough. enough. That's why De'Aaron so Fox is always available it. for, like, the ninth overall pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Is a beautiful thing, Trey. It sure, sure. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I it. hope. I hope the next two K coming out mm-hmm. is super realistic with everything. Yeah, that would be good. Oh, it also comes out also, September eighth. By the way. Ooh, mm-hmm. that's soon. That's really soon, actually. Yeah, it's like three weeks now. So. That's one paycheck after I pay rent, so that works out. Word. There you go. Let's go. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? Sorry. I have no idea. No clue. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I Just do, spewing words. I do want to get your opinion on something Kendrick Perkins said about Give Anthony Edwards. Give it to being me. Being the face of the NBA here coming pretty soon. I forgot the exact quote, but he was like, Ant's going to be the face of the NBA. 
He didn't say a timeline, but well, what are your thoughts on that? Do you see Anthony Edwards rising to that level? No. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. I um, I think Anthony Edwards is a star. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I, he could. I I've been wrong many a time, mm-hmm. and I can't say I've watched every single you know Timberwolves game. Mm-hmm. But I I have yet to be blown away. I think. Like, Paul George was never the face of the NBA, but he was definitely a superstar, you know? Yeah. I think it's more like that, just because he plays for Minnesota. hmm But he is charismatic enough and talented enough that it might just get to the point where it's like, all right. You can't ignore like, it, yeah. Like a Dame-level face of the NBA. hmm No, that's fair. So, I, I can see it going either way. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. i kind of with you. I don't think he could ever reach that level of stardom or fame of, you know, face of the NBA unless he's in a different market. Yeah. I think uh your your PG thirteen in his Pacers days, that that's a good comp because I he probably has that ceiling to him, you know? Superstar mm-hmm. taking on a loaded LeBron James Miami team. He has that potential. The cybernetic LeBron James uh, Literally. Lakers team. Literally. So uh no, I I wasn't mad at it, and KP says a lot of interesting stuff, too, so I think that was one of his better takes, honestly. So I'll give it to the man. It's definitely not the worst take uh, Kendrick Perkins ever had, hmm. and in all reality, like, Anthony has been going crazy. Mm-hmm. Ant's been that guy. He's so good at basketball. Mm-hmm. His uh, I think it's... Oh, I was going to say... Uh, the FIBA US World Team or whatever. Um, this these think, world teams the do not matter, from, dude. Yeah, that's they where all the hype's matter. coming from, though. They you know where all the coming yeah. from. I'm just so sick of like where it's like watching like adults beat up children and being like, "Wow, that adult's really the strongest man." Uh, I don't know. He just has the most children near him. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the most swarm of a uh, twelve-year-old or two-year-olds coming at him. How many two-year-olds do you think Anthony Edwards could beat up before he's overpowered? <laughs> How tall is he? Hold on. You don't have to answer that. <laughs> you don't have to answer Anthony that. Anthony Edwards. Uh, I say he could take four, on 23. 6'9", wingspan. He's got 2001. coming at him. Where did he grow up? Like, If it's like a Midwest Iowa thing, I don't really have a lot of... Oh, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. What what was your number? I said twenty three, but I feel like that's a low ball. Yeah, I was gonna say two year olds, dog. Like, yeah, we're toddlers, toddlers. Even that, like, yeah. Before before they're in preschool, kindergarten. Easy. Easy. Listen, I fought my brothers, my little brothers, enough mm-hmm. when they're younger. You know, they like to roughhouse. They're a very mm-hmm. aggressive small child. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. They're also at, like, groin height. Mm-hmm. And one of those, like, random swings with their arm really yep. take you out. It really would. Um, at least, I, like, table them over. Yeah. yeah. Maybe then 23 again, is I have, not bad. I don't know. I have to hold back against the against the kid, you know, and in this situation, Ant wouldn't have to. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say 70. 70 kids, 72-year-olds. Damn. I was going to say another thing we have to think about. Is this before or after nap time? Are they well-rested or are they 
Doesn't cranky matter. And tired. Okay. Fair cranky enough. and tired is almost <laughs> scarier than well rested. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm but saying. But I'll be honest with you, it's it's not a or two. Fair enough. You know what? Comments, let us know. Give us mm-hmm. a five star review and then tell us how many how many two just give us a five star review and then put a number. Yeah. Don't don't Perfect. explain you have to explain anything. What the number's about, but like just put a number of how many two year olds you guys think you mm-hmm. could take on. And also, you know, say Congratulations to Nathan for getting married. That would work too. I'd Most importantly, that. put the number because I'd like yeah, to see number what everyone first, says. If anything, just do that. Board. Yeah, I like it. Trey, you cooling? Yeah. I'm cooling. I'm All chill. Right, we're cooling, guys. It was a, it was a pleasure. It's been too long. It was a quick one. Yeah, it was but a quick I, one. We, shh, Nathan, James Harden. <laughs> Okay, I'm sure he'll say something else next week. We gotta go into James Harden. We oh, okay. gotta say you something. To? All right, all right, all right. Um, we have to. It's wild. It's the only piece of actual news we have. Yeah, you're. That is. Fair. I told two stories today, and we talked about Kendrick Perkins and yeah. Gilbert Arena. We need to talk about James Harden. Yeah, I mean, probably the biggest one over the past couple of weeks is just the fallout of the Harden and uh, Daryl Morey relationship here with the Sixers. Daryl um, Morey is a liar, and I will never play for another organization. Let me say it again. Shut up, James. That was like word for word what James Harden said, so yeah. I watched that video a lot. <laughs> right, yeah, I could only imagine. I could only imagine. I watched that video a lot. Uh, it's such a messy way to go out, but <sighs> hell, if I'm uh, in Harden's PR, his camp, I'm not mad at it. I'm like, hell, keep saying more, you know? Yeah, I mean, the big difference between this and the Ben Simmons situation, right, is I don't remember who posted this on Twitter, but it was Ben Simmons was quiet. Like, he just went to his mm-hmm. house. He played uh, Modern Warfare. Yeah. He streamed. He didn't say anything about the Sixers. James Harden has, has called Darren Moore a liar. He went on a small interview and was like, oh, yeah, I it, it's non. You can't repair the relationship anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it's over. All the things. And I'm like, When's the last time you heard like an NBA player go this crazy? He's getting investigated right now. Mm-hmm. James Harden is about yeah. why he's saying he's a liar. Mm-hmm. Basically, trying to see if there was a you know a wink, wink, nod, nod kind of like you'll have contracts. a max contract next yeah. year. Uh, that's what and it James seems Harden like. is saying that it wasn't because of that. That it's because uh, Darren Morey said that he trade him quickly, and then he said he wouldn't trade him. Hmm. I don't know. I I think that. You know, best case scenario, even if that is true, I can't believe it entirely because why would James Harden say, no, he did tell me he was going to give me a contract because mm-hmm. that would get James Harden and Daryl Morey both suspended. Mm-hmm. So no, I just don't fair. know. I just have no idea. I think uh, I'm trying before I say who it was, but I want to make sure I just bring it up so I have a uh, credit the right individual. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never play for an organization <laughs> that he is a part of ever again. Let uh, me it say was it Ramona again. Shelburne, uh, who who left a comment or gave her like added inside personnel expertise just about the situation, and she was saying that it's going to get worse in her like from what she's heard uh, before it gets better, and like this is just the start, and Harden wants to make it as uncomfortable as possible for the. Sixers and Daryl uh, Morey, but as just a, a watcher, a third day. party, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm grabbing my popcorn, you know, watch this I shit just, show go. But Why did he opt into his contract if he was just no going to do this, dog? Well, see, 
It's it's because of Daryl Morey. He wouldn't have done it unless Daryl said, I, I would trade you quick. Team Harden. I mean, even even if that is the option, yeah. go get paid. It's it's not because, think. like, if you had been offered, like, a four-year, you know, $50 million a year contract, he would have been fine. Mm-hmm. It would have been an awful contract, but he would have been fine. He would be like, okay, I'm coming back. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, but I he has to sit there after being like, fire Doc Rivers and get rid of me. Okay, we fired Doc Rivers. Okay, give mm-hmm. me a max contract or trade me. We're not mm-hmm. giving you a Mac. Like, and Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never play for an organization. Shut up. Like, don't mm-hmm. opt in then. The only reason you opt in, opted in is because you found out that no team was willing to pay you, you yep. literal crybaby who's forced your way out of three organizations. Now, I'm sorry. I love James Harden. You know I still got the jersey. Mm-hmm. But you, no, you I mean, forced you're not your way out of, You forced your way, what, out of the Rockets? You forced your way out of the Nets to mm-hmm. the Sixers? where you wanted to be, and then because you're in the Sixers for, what, less than a year, less than two years, mm-hmm. now you're forcing your way out because you played so poorly in the playoffs that no team in the entire NBA wanted to give you what you thought you were worth anymore? I think it's, uh, in all reality, it's time for him to kind of look in the mirror. Maybe it's me. Like it, take a you know, take I, a page out of LeBron's book. Maybe it's me. There, there's Maybe it's him. But there's definitely a possibility that Daryl Morey engaged in some shady business practices here. Saying, it. wink, wink, nod, nod, I'll give you a contract. Mm-hmm. Totally possible. Daryl mm-hmm. Morey is not without his flaws, and Daryl Morey is not just, like, you know, off scot-free here. Yeah. But what are you doing, dog? Like, why would you opt? At the end of the day, if you didn't want to be for, with Daryl Morey that bad, you could have been like, I want to be traded to this team. I have a contract negotiated. Yeah. Here's what they're offering you. Sign and trade right now. Mm-hmm. Bam. Cool. Yep. So much easier. So much easier. Mm-hmm. I do have to say for the Daryl Morey stuff, yeah, like I'm assuming there's a wink, wink, nod, nod, because that's how all the negotiations go. How else are how else are dudes getting signed? You know, within the first two minutes of free agency. Yeah, you know, like, sure. that's how it goes in the NBA or NFL, any big league. Like they, you're you're gonna get the wink, wink, nod, nod. The oh yeah, we, we promise we'll you know offer you this contract as soon as the clock opens or whatever. Like that's just how it goes. So it's not just a Daryl Morey exclusive thing. Um, if he said it, it sucks that he has to go back on his word, but it, it still falls back on Harden because he didn't show up and deliver at the money he was supposed to, you know, if you're getting paid it, if you would have gotten the max, you can't go out and lay two donuts, you know, in close out games. That's not how you make that money. So yeah, you can't like just you have to understand it from a, a business perspective too, though. Like no team w- would go out and pay you after seeing that performance. You it, had two good games in a what in, in, in 11 total mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Just you also punched sense. Royce O'Neal in the groin area, which I'll be honest with you. You're still, that probably should have been a tech goal too, but I'm still all for you only getting a tech one for that. But I thought it was hilarious. Oh my gosh. And at the end of the day, I'm I love James Harden. I think yeah. he's one of my favorite players of all time. This point in time right here, I I just he's not in the right. Neither of them really are. Daryl Morey no. is still like, you know, still prob like deserving of some of what James Harden. Yeah, Clearly I mean, something he happened. Needs backlash. Both both sides aren't getting out scot free or clean hands. Yeah, they're not neither are perfect, neither are Saints. Mm. But at the end of the day, if you didn't want to be part of the Sixers this bad, James, why would you opt in? Mm-hmm. 
And the reason he said he he was like upset with the Sixers was because of that the Sixers had a contingency plan in case he left. Mm-hmm. But they he only left he they only had to make that contingency plan because you and your camp have been leaking that you were going to go back to Houston mm-hmm. literally since long. Christmas all year long. I had to get this out. This was good. I'm happy we did this. Yeah, tonight. no, you need you needed to. You need it's been pent up for far too long, dude. Far too long. Yeah. Oh, also, I'm really quick. Really quick. With mm-hmm. Harden totally separate. He did say he'd have interest in playing in China. I don't know if you saw that. Bye. Go ahead. <laughs> trade him to the Shanghai Sharks. That's go their trade partner. Jimmer, go let Jimmer Fredette know who's the real GOAT of Ooh, China. No kidding, dude. I think Jimmer Fredette's averaging like 30 in China last time I checked. He's he's their GOAT. You remember he him? He really is. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember Jimmer. I, Do you, remember Jimmer. I only remember Jimmer specifically from his Phoenix Sun days when he tried to make a comeback a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any recollection of him before that. I only heard the back end of him. Of mm-hmm. his college days, but like no one knew. Is he BYU? Yeah, he BYU? was BYU. Okay. He was BYU. Yeah. Oh, Jimmer. Where did he get drafted originally? Do you remember? I don't. Let me look. I feel like it's Utah, but I don't know why I think that. Yeah, I think well, it's Utah or Minnesota you know or something. Yeah. It would make sense if Utah would have drafted him. Because he's white. And he's from BYU. Yeah, Brigham Young University. Uh, the Kings, 2011, 2014. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Again, I that also one makes of those sense. Poverty franchise. Yeah, I knew mm-hmm. it was a poverty franchise. Yeah. I said the Timberwolves, the Jazz, mm-hmm. the Kings. No, it's fair. It is fair. You're not you're not far off. We ain't got no ships. We ain't got no ships in Utah. Yeah, at least, I mean, I, the Philadelphia 76ers don't have one. From when I've been alive, but mm-hmm. we still have them. Yeah, I, and honestly, if the Jazz had something like that, I'd hold on to it shamelessly. You gotta, you gotta like, yeah. oh, Doctor J was him back in my day when yeah, I was just a thought. When I did two K Sims with him. Have you have you watched uh, Julius Irving highlights? I've watched a couple. They're so good. Dude's a monster. They're like my favorite. They're like my favorite highlights. It's him and Carmelo Anthony mid-range highlights are my favorites. I I love Al Jefferson post-ups. <laughs> I I love watching Al Jefferson do a post-up, dude. It's beautiful. That's pretty iconic. Beautiful. What about um what about Trevor Booker's volleyball shot? Hmm, I don't remember. You don't know that? Mm, I don't Trevor remember. Booker had a took an inbound pass. It was like point three seconds left, okay. 0.3 seconds left on the on the shot clock. Mm-hmm. And he, like, literally did, like, a oh, volleyball yeah. set. Yeah, the little, yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. I think, was that with the Jazz? Yeah, that was with the Jazz. Yeah. Uh, that was so good. Yep, I remember that. Sure. Most iconic play for Trevor Booker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I he was uh, eventually traded for Jaleel Okafor. Hmm. And then cut later in the season for Marco Bellinelli and Ersan Eliasova. Hmm. I did like Ersan. Bam. Ersan was nice in Philly. Mm-hmm. He was nice. He was really nice. So was Marco. Marco was awesome in Philly. Mm. He was so good. I love it, Trey. He hit this. He hit the shot that everyone thought was a game winner. Yeah. But they they reviewed it. It was a buzzer beater. Yeah. He shot, went in, and it got called a three, and the Sixers won by one, and they dropped all the confetti down. Yeah. And then they reviewed it, 
and it was a two. Oh shit! And they went to overtime, and Philadelphia lost. That's terrible. Imagine having to brush all that shit up too. It was so bad. They had like a like a thirty minute delay in the game because they were I brushing up it. all the confetti. Yeah, at that so point funny. you got to restretch and all that. You know, roll out. I was so I was so sad. That's terrible. That's terrible. I love it though. We love the sports bloopers like that. It's what makes great. the game so fun, so pure. So wonderful. I love basketball so much. I do too. I can't wait for it to, for the season to roll around. We still got like about two months from where we are right now. We got some NFL right now. We yeah, could start pre-season. an NFL podcast. Yeah. Get that boy up. If you if you move down here. That's fair. That's uh it's gonna be really tough, you know. Got a bid on a, a condo right now, so what, what? Yep, you know, big boy stuff. Big boy stuff. Well, I hope it I hope that it, you win the bid, but if you lose Thank the you. bid, Thank you. come come bid on a condo in Richmond. Okay, fair enough. Okay. I'll, I'll hop on Zillow, see what uh what's out there. See what's up. Yeah, exactly. Colonial Heights is a good area. Okay. Is it actually? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds good. So Sounds they have good. my. They have like a, a semi-professional baseball league there. Oh, word. Okay. Called the Chili Peppers. That's kind of sick. Hashtag Nearly Chili Peppers. Please give me a job. Oh, okay. Are you uh you talking to them or? Trying to. Okay. Trying to. Word. Listeners, if uh you know people at the Chili Peppers, hook our boy Trey up. Hook me up or the Richmond Flying Squirrels. I'll take either. Okay. We got options. Is that also a uh, baseball? Options. Nice word, or NBA just make it, put a G League team there. Just please, just do yeah. it. Phoenix, we know Even you need better. one. Mm-hmm. Go on to the opposite coast. Who cares? Uh, Miami's Miami's G League teams in what South Dakota? That's not okay. Yeah, yeah, it's in South Dakota. Sioux Falls okay. Sky Force. That's not okay. I think one of my biggest regrets about living in Iowa with you, Nathan, is we never went to a Sioux Falls Sky Force game or the uh, Iowa Wolves game. Yeah, Iowa Wolves. Oh, my God, I know. I think uh, that's got to be up there. It was right there, too. The Windy City Bulls. Mm -hmm. I never, I didn't even go to the, didn't even go to a Bulls or or Bucks game. That's crazy. I I told myself I I was going to. I don't think I ever went to a Bulls game, but I went Mm -hmm. to two Bucks games. Word. Both were awesome. I actually mm-hmm. had the same seats both times on accident. That's crazy. Yeah, I got one of the groups of tickets for free, and I got yeah. the other one. I like bought it, and then I was like, I'm sitting in the same spot again. Yeah, like, hold on. You got the That's a Raven flashback? I got really confused. With uh, Giannis dunking on someone, that's what hit you. You're like, oh, my God. I've actually, been here before. So the, the second game I went to actually has one of my favorite moments in NBA history that no one talks about. Mm-hmm. Uh, Furkan Korkmaz challenged Giannis Antetokounmpo okay. for a rebound. Mm-hmm. And Furkan grabbed it, and Giannis grabbed it at the same time. And then Giannis was trying to get it away from Furkan, but Furkan mm-hmm. was holding on too tight. So Giannis, well, just by holding the basketball, mm-hmm. lifted Furkan Korkmaz off the ground and into the air and just kind of held him there. Mm-hmm. And then it's they like, called it a foul on Giannis. <laughs> but then they reversed it because it wasn't a foul on Giannis. Yeah. They did. It was really funny. It's one of my favorite moments. Oh, I love that. A core basketball memory for you. It's pretty iconic. Yeah, I love Furkan Korkmaz so much. Too bad he's wanted out twice, but oh well. He doesn't want it out. Fake. Oh well, it's okay. Yeah, but I think just wait we till got. this trade de- trade deadline. 
Yeah. He'll no, still be all we here, have. Nathan. He will still after his third trade re-sign. request. He'll re-sign in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And he'll have another birthday cake with the Sixers logo on it. That's awesome. I love him so much. As you should. He's been playing really well for Turkey. A good Turkey. fan favorite, huh? Oh, for Turkey? Yeah. Word. Yeah. Playing really well. See, watch him drop also, 50 every, and everyone will call him the GOAT. Every single um, like summer, he also posts like really handsome like model-esque photos mm-hmm. in there. And everyone just like posts them all over Twitter <laughs> and stuff. And they're like, oh my gosh, look how beautiful he is. Wow, and he does basketball. What can't he do? Play well. Fair enough. Fair Doc enough. Rivers also tried to force him into being a point guard. He can't mm-hmm. do that. Mm. that. Actually, that that I think that's what ruined Furcon for the Sixers. Is Doc's uh, shift to him going to point guard or trying to? Yeah, because he's mm-hmm. a shooting guard, small forward. Mm-hmm. But he Doc forced him to be a uh, backup point guard, and then from there he shot like seventeen or eighteen percent from three. Oh God, that's yeah. horrible. Yeah. Holy cow. I I Why, think I've Doc? written multiple articles mm-hmm. over the past few years. Uh just titled Why Furcon Corkmaz is gonna have like a comeback season. Yeah. And he just never does. Hey, you know what? Maybe this is the year. I might I might write another one. You should. You should. I love Furcon so much. I respect it, Trey. You got Furcon uh, I think I think that base. really is I do. I think yeah. that really is everything though. It is. It is. We gotta stop it. It was a pleasure. Hey, it was a pleasure. Hey, Nathan. Hey, Trey. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. And it's been real fun. It has. We should do this again sometime. Deuces. Deuces. No. Okay, fine. Yes. Oh, are we coming out every Monday now? Are we going to start recording on Sundays? I think so. Yeah, I think so. All right. Look forward to new episodes dropping every Monday from now on. Uh-huh. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Get your week started off right. Bam. Monday, 50 Shades of NBA pod. Bam, right in your face. It's beautiful. Deuces. Deuces.